Welcome, everyone. And bienvenidos todos. To Revenge of the Pod. I am your host, Luigi, and this is my co-host. Jason, what up, guys? Welcome. I'm so glad to have you guys back. Welcome back. Uh, Sorry about last week's episode. It was a little long, but, you know, we just had some stuff to give y'all. You know, we give to you. We so, uh, carried away talking about movies. So. Yeah, <laughs> which is why we made this pod, right? So hopefully yeah. hopefully it wasn't too much for you guys. This week, we promise uh, we're going to try to make it shorter. We have less stuff to go over, that's for sure. But uh, that being said, I'm going to go straight into it, man. How you been, Jay? What's new with you? Been good, man. Um, what about you? Been all right. Uh, took my kids, my, and by kids I mean students, on a camping trip uh, a few hours away from the school. That was intense, man. That was intense. Was it good? What did it? Did it turn out good or? Yeah, yeah. I separate? mean, there was there was uh, axe throwing. They had a uh, archery tag. They did a uh, geocaching, canoeing. It was all their most of them. It was their first time doing any of this stuff, so it was really cool to see them do all this. And honestly, I'd never been to a camp before like that, so it was kind of interesting to see all that. Um, they did camp songs and s'mores, and it was just like an overnight trip. But they they put all that in there so that the kids could have as much fun as possible. You didn't sleep on a tent, right? You 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 stayed in a cabin. Yeah, we had a cabin. It was more like a portable, but yeah, they they called yeah. it a cabin. Um, but yeah, it had like 15 bunk beds in there enough for like 30 kids. Uh, I was with the boys, obviously they were hyper actually, you know, everyone told me, Oh, they're going to be so tired by the end of the day. And then the next day at the end of the day, when we leave Nah, man, they were still hyped the whole time. I was like, how do you still have so much energy? Like how I need to be 11 years old again and have that kind of energy. Cause I, oh, I didn't have it. <laughs> I mean, they pretty much had a, like a slumber party with all their friends from school. So I yeah, man, they did a lot. Too, bro. They did a lot of stuff like outside in the heat and like running around. Uh, it was just like constant physical activity. So I thought, Oh yeah, they're going to get tired out. Nah, man. Nah, didn't happen, but it was good. It was good um what about you man what's going on with you in your personal world um so this weekend well my girlfriend she went out of town to ireland so you know shout out jamie uh I'm sure she's ha- she's been sending me like snapchats and stuff and just it looks like she's having a great time nice and cold up there get away from the heat from phoenix you know yeah. uh hung out with my dad this weekend uh been just been watching the nba playoffs as the first round goes uh, yeah, it's been good. I mean, there's a, there's some stuff that I want to talk about, but it doesn't go into like into our TV line and stuff. So I definitely want to talk about some movies that I watched. Um, overall, yeah, it was good, man. And then um, earlier this week, uh, I don't know if I told you, dude. I do a co-ed uh, kickball team. I'm, I'm we're in a kickball league. Did yeah. I ever tell you about that? Yeah. So uh, Cole's in it. Uh, so is his wife Heather. Uh, and it's uh, they they didn't go last week. Uh, because they went to their honeymoon uh, in Hawaii. Um, mm-hmm. But I had my probably the best game I ever had in my life. I ended up actually scoring two home runs in one game, dude. And I never hit home runs because we, we play in a in an actual baseball field. And dude, you can't hit a ball over a fence. Like, it's just impossible. But what we can <laughs> do is hopefully the ball goes over the person that in the outfield and then they have to run and go get the ball and try to throw it in. And I ended up scoring two home runs, which is cool. And everything that they were kicking my way was just 
you didn't want to kick it my way, pretty much, was happening. I was catching everything, dude. I felt like fucking, I felt like a fucking MOB player. It was crazy. It was fun. It was a good time. <laughs> That's dope, man. That's awesome. Good to hear it. Congrats, MVP. MVP. Yeah, it's cool, too. Um, it, it gets competitive, but we can also drink while we're playing. And uh, the team that we were playing against, they were uh, they were really intoxicated, and I think that's part of the re- we we smoked them. Um, but it's always fun, you know. You, you get to make friends, you know. It, it, it's a co-ed thing, so so it makes it more um, less competitive, but still very competitive, depending on on the situation. So it's it's a good time, just nice to get out of the house every once in a while instead of just playing video games every day, you know. I hear you on that. I, I hear you on that. <laughs> Uh, Gabby and I have finally been going out uh, on a more regular basis. It's been nice. It's been nice. Um, but yeah. Oh, and uh, last episode, I said Michael Keaton on Inception. My <laughs> bad, guys. I meant Michael Caine. Whoops. Who corrected you? Uh, it was me uh, when I was doing Yourself. the Yourself? Oh, yeah, I was, like, I was like, holy shit, I said Michael Keaton. Because I hope no one roasts me. So no one caught it. So thank God. Not even Dude, you, straight so. up. Straight up, when you were saying it, I was like, Michael Keaton's in that movie? I'll trust him. I'll trust him. <laughs> Don't doubt it right now. Don't doubt it right now. You're not sure. You're not sure. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, also, uh, as we're watching the NBA playoffs, I was having a conversation with some of our friends, and I don't know I don't know what, why we brought it up, but at one point, we're, uh, one, of my, one of my friends was saying that uh, – uh, to cheer for someone that gets hurt on the opposite side during like the playoffs or like a, a Super Bowl or something like that. Oh, that they do. You do? Think it's a, yeah. Well, like let's say it's your favorite team. Like for example, let's say the the Dallas Cowboys are in the Super Bowl against the Kansas City Chiefs. Would you cheer if during that game Patrick Mahomes tears an ACL? Um, no. But let me let me before we continue this. That would be because they're playing the Kansas City Chiefs and have respect for that team. Mm-hmm. A lot of teams I have respect for, but there are teams that I'm like, I have like a legit hate for them, and their players have shown to be dicks. And that's what I'm ever like. Cheer for a player to get hurt. I've cheered when a player has gotten hurt. Well, not cheered, but I've been like, all right, fantastic, get him out of here. Get well, him yeah, out of here. Yeah, lo- low key, you're kind of like, oh hell yeah, like he gives us a better chance to win, but like. You're not gonna that go, whole, like, like, if you're at the game and like just clapping that he got hurt, dude. I don't know. Oh, uh, I, I guess no. I, I've never actually clapped, no. But yeah. I have definitely like with the Eagles, dude. If their players ever go down, I just do not care. I don't care. I, f- I hate that team so much. Sorry, Eric. I'm, I know you feel the same about the Cowboys. Actually, I'm not sorry. You talk <laughs> a lot of shit. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'm like, oh fuck them. So I mean, that's me. Um, don't I don't ever cheer for it to happen, but I don't feel bad when it does, you know. Yeah, so. but like you wouldn't be one that would like yell and clap, but like if you're at a game and you see that happen. No, that's that, right? that's kind of messed up. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. All right. So you're on my side. Um, also, uh, earlier this week, uh, my buddy Nick Couch, if you're still listening, he, I know he was listening to a couple episodes earlier. I just want to say congrats to him. He's having a baby boy. Uh, oh man the gender reveal thing on his ig account he actually told me a while back and he actually told me a while back that uh his, his uh fiance was pregnant and he's like don't say shit and i was like oh damn it i'm gonna have to hold this for a fucking long ass time 
I don't know if I can with excitement, you know. Uh, only person I told was my girlfriend, so I was, I was, I was, I was, I kept it quiet, Nick. I was good, bro. I was good. I promise. <laughs> um, congrats, Nick Couch. I don't know you, but congratulations, man. Yeah, no, he's the homie, man. You would love him. Um, oh, and also uh, on our uh, Revenge of the Pod uh, Instagram, someone DM'd us. Uh, I think it was one of your friends, Luigi. They said something about a, a, a recipe, uh, a pun, a, a bread recipe, like pun something. I don't know, dude. It was, was it uh, pernil? Was it pernil? P e r n i l? Oh, dude, no, no, I remember now. It was panocha, bro. That you have a nice panocha, bro. You're stupid. Panocha, <laughs> got him. No, sorry, sorry, I had to do it, dude. I had to do it. <laughs> wow, that's what you yeah, put dude, in I the. I'm sorry, it. guys. Um, I you know just disregard the last like 20 seconds <laughs> of the pod. Uh, I know it was a bit of a waste of your time. So that let's was a move waste on. Of time, but I had to do it. Uh, <laughs> What about uh, you, man? What, what news you got for us? Uh, so I got some news with Netflix, and then I've got some news with Disney. First off, Netflix is cutting back on animation projects. Uh, this is most likely in reaction to the loss of subscribers for the first time in a decade. So, yeah, um, there are going to be a lot of animation shows that may be canceled. Check your favorite animation shows. Uh, they might be on the chopping block because they're going to cut back quite a bit. Uh, they're also starting a crackdown on an estimated 100 million subscribers that are, well, they're not even subscribers. They're just getting their account from the people who are actually paying. So they are saying they could get 100 million more people. Uh, so they lost 200,000 uh, in this quarter alone, which is their first, as I mentioned, first reported loss in a decade. But you got to remember, this is also added on to the fact that they don't have any more Russian subscribers, which was another 700,000. So they lost almost a million subscribers, which is that, that I mean, that's a good chunk of change, man. So they're probably freaking out a bit. That's uh, reported from NPR. So watch out, guys. They're testing out a an account sharing charge uh, in three Latin American countries. I can't remember which three. I know one of them was Peru. So they're going to be testing it there, and it's going to be two ninety nine in American dollars. Uh, they're testing to see what it looks like over there, and how many people decide to, you know, bump the bump the streamer altogether, or stick with it and pay for it. Uh, next bit of news: <laughs> uh, my friends and I had a an animated conversation about this yesterday. But again, I don't want to get into the politics of it. I just want to give you guys the information. This is a bit of a nerd podcast, and Disney is definitely in that world. So Disney World has ah. actually lost its. Uh, what were you going to say, Jason? <laughs> no, I see we. I see. I see we did that right. Disney in that world. Right? Part of that world. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, 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 uh. I don't know if you mm-hmm. did that on purpose, but uh, I yeah. Liked it. Um, I liked thank it. you. F- thank you for catching it. Right. It was uh, part of that world. Now Pun Disney intended. loses. <laughs> Disney loses <laughs> special district status in retaliation for their stance on the don't say gay bill. So conservatives point to recorded conversations between Disney execs talking about adding more focus to LGBTQ LGBTQ characters uh, as justification for the, uh, for like the bill itself. Uh, I did see two videos of the supposed agenda. I'm not sure that they fit the description exactly in that way, but I, uh, there's definitely conversations in there that people can use uh, in a certain way. Uh, I was given, uh, let me see, 
uh, description I was given, but no mention to trying to actively consciously or, and consciously add gay characters into their work. So it was, um, it was very much so just like one of them saying that she had a gay agenda and then another one talking about uh, representation. Um, so those are the ones that conservatives are pointing to. You can find them pretty easily online. Um, to to see for yourself how you how you take what they say uh, and how how you feel about it, uh, Texas County here in Texas. So this is why I bring it up because I, obviously I live in Texas and a Texas County offered up its land for Disney. <laughs> I mean, this most likely isn't going to happen uh, because it's not going to affect Disney development all that much. Uh, but services like busing services, shuttles. Uh, the way they controlled all the streets and the lights, and they pretty much ran that whole district uh, with their own money. Now that's going to be municipal. Uh, the Reedy Creek District will be dissolved, and they will have to answer to Orange County District, which will provide those services in turn, which could cost about a billion dollars to payers, taxpayers in Florida. Uh, Disney is also going to have to pay up quite a bit more. And the, they're going to have to go through a lot more like bureaucratic bureaucratic processes in order to get some of their rides made and expansions and things like that. But as I mentioned before, it shouldn't affect the parks too much because Disneyland is doing just fine in California and Universal Studios and, or- and SeaWorld Orlando both don't have their special district status and they're they're doing aggressive expansion as well. So if you're like a park fan and you like really want to do it, um don't worry too much but what i will say is i hope that texas county lures them to texas because then i will be going to disney all the time dude oh i love those rides dude season pass for life i I would be a life member like oh my god i have so much fun i've only been twice but both times i went it was like so memorable i remembered a lot of it for like ever uh dude you know what don't hate me man i've been twice too i've been to disneyland not disney world I've never Sorry. been to Disneyland. Never been to Sorry. Disneyland. Oh, you've been to Disney World? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I do want to go back to Disneyland just because I haven't been since they opened up the Star Wars land. And uh, my buddy Eric uh, said that that's probably that was probably the best part when he went. So I'm I kind of want to go back just for that, and uh, you know maybe make my own lightsaber. You know, spend five hundred dollars just to make your own lightsaber. I mean, I hear it's a f- an amazing process. Dude, I want to go to the Avengers campus, man. You know how big of a Marvel fan I am? I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, go. that too. That'd be, that'd be pretty sweet, too. And they have, an, they have an animatronic Spider-Man swinging around? Are you kidding yeah, me, dude? Yeah, I like, saw videos of that on TikTok. Yeah, that shit looks like, cool. That's wild. I, I, I can't wait to see that. That's what I'm saying. Disney, come to Texas. We will take you. We will take you. We want that money. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so it's uh, really Disney will not be able to move as quickly uh, to make developments compared to its competitors, but it's still it's still going to be fine. You can still go to the parks. Um, I don't think it's going to I don't think it's going to affect Disney's bottom line that much. Uh, but there there may be changes definitely in how you travel to Disneyland and all the connections they had to it just straight with uh, park staff straight to the resorts. I don't know what that's going to look like yet, obviously, because, I mean, it just happened. So, but yeah, that's the information I had. Netflix and Disney World, man. Sweet, man. Well, let's go into the up and coming. 
Uh, I know you don't have much, so I'll, I'll I'll let you go first on this one, bro. <laughs> yeah, guys, I've only got one thing to to bring up. It's coming out a month from now. One, pretty much, almost exactly one month from now. If you like again animation, talking about Netflix animation. Speaking of, right. uh, there's one Netflix animation show that I hope they don't uh, cancel because they do so many cool things with their animated shorts. And there, it's an anthology series. If you haven't seen it, it's got a crazy name, but it's super cool. It's called Love and Robots. Uh, the volume three is coming out May 27th. And it's just a series of animated shorts. Like, what would you say? Like 15, 15 or 20 of them? Yeah. Right? I think so. Yeah. In but, each collection. Dude, I love every animation's different and like every story is different each episode. Yeah. It's got um, different creators doing different things. Some of it. Parts of it can be live action. Uh, some of it's some of it's three D. Some of it's regular, um, traditional two so cool, D animation. Yeah, and it's all pretty sci fi centered. I think we can agree on that. Most almost all yeah, of definitely. the stuff I've seen is sci fi. So that's why it's called Love and Robots, right? Like that's the sci fi aspect. But I'm super excited. Uh, it's a super cool show, and you don't have to know the other volumes because they're all different stories. So check it out, May 27th, Love and Robots, Volume 3. On Netflix. Sweet. Um, just some, uh, for me, for just a couple updates, uh, as we mentioned in a previous podcast, we have uh, the Kenobi series coming out next month in May. Kenobi! Sorry, I had to do but, it. Yeah, no, it's all good. <laughs> well, and as you know, uh, Hayden, Christian, Hayden Christensen is going to be reprising his role as uh, Anakin, aka Darth Vader, um, but we just got some news on that. That Hayden Christensen, before um, actually filming uh, the Kenobi series, he actually watched the Clone Wars and Rebels cartoon series to prepare for the Kenobi series. Hey, pause. So that guy, so the voice wasn't him for Kenobi. It wasn't. Or for, no. Oh man, he sounded just like him. Yeah, right. And so he kind of just binge watched everything just so he can see the character development and how he went to and everything so hopefully i know i know he got a lot of sl- uh, a lot of shit for uh, his his performances on episode two and episode three but man we, we we pretty much as star wars fans we bullied him into like not acting again pretty much we fucking shit on that guy so much so guys if you're watching the kenobi series please don't shit on this man respect him please he's he literally did a lot of work to hopefully bring this character to life but also, man, it, you know, we're, we're getting him back. And I don't know. I, I just have a really good feeling about this uh, series. And I, hopefully he does a good job. I'm sure he will. I'm sure we're going to see a lot of things that that we've wanted, right? That that last epic battle that they had when uh, Kenobi just fucked him up. He had I'm the high sure ground. Yeah. the high ground. Yeah, yeah. That duel, that duel. <laughs> you can't deny that that duel at the end was fucking epic. So dude, I'm just waiting for another epic, epic duel again, dude. Revenge of the Sith was like it's still one of my top three Star Wars movies, if not my favorite. That that movie was cool. Oh, I thought that movie was dope. Um, I mean, I'm excited. I I don't think he's a great actor. I think I saw him in something else. Awake. It was called Awake, where he's going through surgery, but he's feels everything. He's like awake during it. You know, some people oh, wow. like they get anesthesia, but they're still actually awake with their body just can't move. And they can just feel everything. But he's also like in and out of dream sequences. It's been so long since I saw the movie, but I wasn't super impressed with that either. 
Um, so he was in that movie with uh, Takers too, uh, with uh, Idris Elba, Ti. It was a weird cast. I, I think even Paul Walker was in it. It was weird, where they're like robbing <sighs> something. Yeah, it was it was a weird ass movie. Um, Man. it wasn't good. Don't watch it. It wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> Don't watch uh, it. Do not waste your time. That's uh, some other. Uh, yeah, yeah. So some other news that I just saw while I was on social media. Uh, so the production of Fast and the Furious, the tenth, the tenth movie, they called it. They're calling it Fast X is underway. That's too much. And all like all I could think about, dude, was do we really need another Fast and the Furious movie? Did you see the last one where they like pretty much went into space? Uh, I know we didn't watch it. We still haven't seen it because it was like Gabby used to really like those movies for the cars. Uh, mm-hmm. But they've gotten more and more away from the cars, and she's like, "Well, this isn't a good story." So, <laughs> so right. she's just... she's dropped off a bit. Um, so we haven't seen it yet. No, it's just getting too much. It's just another like Hollywood trying to squeeze out as much money as they can, bro. It's it's not. I stopped. I stopped caring after maybe the third one. If I'm being completely honest, like I watched most of them, but. I, I haven't seen the last one, and I don't think I've even seen the one before it. Like, I just honestly just stopped caring after. It's, it's too much. It, it's getting played out, in my opinion. Sorry if you guys are Fast and Furious fans, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, honestly, man, I was never super into those movies. Uh, I watched them all for Gabby, and then she wasn't into them. And then I was like, well, I kind of want to know what happens, though. Like, I've invested myself into, what, seven movies now? Six, six seven movies? Same. But... I'm also like, eh, I'm not in a rush. It's you can watch the what the eighth one, the ninth one, on um, I think it's Peacock? HBO Max, right? No. Oh, it's HBO Max. Okay. Yeah, I think I think the Fast series is on HBO Max. Um, if I'm not mistaken. Check it out. Fast Nine. Yep, HBO Max and Hulu Premium. There so we you go. can watch it in both places. So if you're like, now nah, I need to finish this. Fast Nine is there. I mean, a lot of people like they they like the the cast, the writers, the studio have accepted that it's just a ridiculous like set of films that just they're practically like superheroes at this point, uh, and that's kind of kind of what they leaned into. But I really just don't like Vin Diesel, man. I don't really like his acting. But dude, uh, he does it for family. You know what I'm saying? Like he just <laughs> those memes. Those memes were pretty good, bro. They were fucking yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well uh anyways uh we have uh just some other updates too with other movies uh spider-man into the universe the second film from spider-verse spider-verse right um it got it's getting delayed it was supposed to come out this year and it's not going to be ready until june 2023 so that was shitty news but uh, hey as long as they try and get it right um, i guess i guess but as fans, right? Spider-Man fans, both of us. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. Actually, Dude. I don't know why that wasn't in my top ten now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, <laughs> same. Uh, I I mean, I didn't put it in my top ten mostly because I was like, I know that's just me being biased. But, like, between that and No, uh, no Way Home, like, it, I go back and forth. I cannot decide which of them I like Which more. one? I agree. I agree. Um, it's funny because it has multiple Spider-Mans in both films. You'd think, like... Uh, you you would have a different storyline that really plays Spider-Man the best, but they've done it so well where he has to look at himself in the mirror like 
in kind of a literal sense. Like he's literally seeing versions of himself. Even uh, our boy uh, Nick Cage is in it too. Yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man Noir, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know what this cube is. But I'll figure it out. I'm keeping it. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then lastly, just for some news, I actually didn't even know that they were making this film. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Uh, but yeah, we got Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. They're making a movie of Dungeons and Dragons. It's a game that people play. How would you explain Dungeons and Dragons, bro? Like, you... uh, it is what every RPG game is based on. Like a video game, they're based on Dungeons and Dragons. Like you go, you have a character. Games. Yeah, yeah, role-playing games. Sorry, guys. Uh, you have a character that you build up. You build up their moves. You build up their powers. You get them like items that help them out. You go on these long quests. I've never played Dungeons and Dragons, but I've played RPG games. And um, I mean, from what I've seen and what I've heard, Dungeons and Dragons matches can last like months, depending on the storyline, because people can make up their own stories. Uh, in a I video think that's game, really cool. I want to be a part of that. You can actually like join people. We're like, hey, we're doing, uh, we're starting up a new game. Uh, people will post online if you want to join here's what we need build a character and then if you're interested please you know reach out to us so you can you can actually be, make friends with just random ass people if you just want to start doing dungeons and dragons uh, which i think is really cool and that community is really awesome to me personally never done it but i want to i just don't know any friends besides jermaine that like loves that shit so yeah i i'm on the fence about it because i'm like it seems like it's a lot just seems like it's a lot um but i do like story games like i like you know i used to love those goosebumps books where it takes you in different directions depending on what you do oh yeah right like i feel like that's what it might be like you know yeah i think that's exactly what it is uh but yeah it's led by uh, chris pine he's gonna be the main character um michelle rodriguez is in it as well you know from uh if you guys don't know who michelle rodriguez is she's from the fast and furious franchise uh and the original resident evil Oh, yeah, the original. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Uh, Justice Smith, the actor from uh, Detective Pikachu. Don't that, forget, uh, he's also in Jurassic World. Uh, what is it? The bad one. The one that wasn't good. Uh, the second one? Yeah, Jurassic I World. Would... Fallen Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. I liked it. I liked oh. it, man. Don't you dare talk shit about Jurassic that World. That movie. That's the only Jurassic movie that I didn't like. And I'm a huge, huge Jurassic Park fan. And that one, I was I like, this it, was man. such a disappointment. It was such I a disappointment. It. Yeah, I, 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 I get what you're saying, yeah. And then uh, also, uh, uh, Re- Reggie Jean Page. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Uh, but he's the actor from Bridgerton. I know it's very popular on Netflix right now. Gabby, I, calm down. I know we're going to watch Dungeons & Dragons now just because... <laughs> I think it's Reggie Jean Page, right? Like some Reggie kind Jean of Page. French... I don't know. From what I hear, he's killing it. And... From what I also I was reading some articles that he's actually one of the heavy favorites to re- replace Daniel Craig in the new James Bond series. Dude, he he's got the he's got the swagger, dude. I'd watch it. Does he? Yeah, yeah, see, I don't, man. I've never I seen him seen, act. I haven't seen him on Bridgerton a whole lot. I've just seen like snippets of when Gabby watched it. But dude, he's got swagger. Like, like I, I see why the ladies, the ladies. I mean, he's a good looking dude, obviously, right? But like, you know, he's got he's got the. He holds himself together like I'm the shit, and but I'm amazing, still amazing. amazing. <laughs> nice know? and nice and moist, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Um, also, uh, Sophia Lilly is going to be in it as well. She's the actress from It, the one that plays uh, the little girl from the first It movie. Um, oh, I she's older her. now. I thought she was. Yeah, so with the red hair. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, she's going to be in it as well. Uh, and Jason Wong, I don't have. I don't actually. I, when I googled him, I didn't really know who he was, but he's in it as well. So I think they're all going to play like the um, the heroes that are, team up and have different powers and stuff. Uh, what I found really interesting was that the villain Hugh Grant is going to play Forge Fletcher, the villain. And from what when I when I looked him up, he's a British actor that usually plays love interest in rom comedies. Dude. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is very interesting that he's going to play. So I I don't know. I'm very interested to see how the villain plays out. But I thought that was really interesting. Uh, It definitely caught my attention when I looked at this news with the cast and everything like that. So, and again, Dungeons and Dragons always caught my interest. So I'm going to watch this movie, man. And it it sets a release in March 23 of 2023. I don't know if I mentioned that, but uh, I'm going to watch that. Yeah, why not? I mean, we watch plenty of stuff. Why not? I mean, I'm interested. If the trailer comes out good, we'll see what's up. Is it going to be in theaters, or is it going to be like okay, okay, cool? Yeah, cool, it's cool. gonna it's gonna play in theaters. It's gonna be like a big production, I think. So we'll see. Ooh, which uh, which production or which studio? No idea, bro. No idea. I just got the news from social media, and I looked at the article. I didn't even say it was just gonna say they're ready to. Put in production. I probably should put done a little bit more research on that. So my fault. Right. My fault. You good? You good? You good? I was just asking. <laughs> All right, we'll come back to you guys with some of that information later. TV Land, ladies and gentlemen. TV Land, welcome to TV Land. Not like the old school one that you used to watch uh, late at night oh, uh, with shit. all the old shows. <laughs> yeah, dude. <fuck. laughs> no, this is a little more updated, but. Uh, still in the same vein. Jason, you're the one who has a shorter list on this one, so let's tell us what you have recently been watching. Sweet, yeah. So, I honestly, I've been slacking it um, with the shows and stuff, so we're just going to talk about that, but not give too much spoilers for me, which I appreciate you for, dog. Um, <laughs> this weekend, as I mentioned, I hung out with my dad. Um, my Both, well, my girlfriend and my mom are actually both out of town, so I text my dad. I was like, hey, let's hang out on Saturday. Let's go eat. Showed him around the t- around the city because he's still new to Phoenix, the Phoenix area. So we went to Cold Beers and Cheeseburgers, um, which he, he liked. I had a, a little gift card uh, to use. So shout out, Hanky. Um, and then we went to the movies and we saw the unbearable, unbearable weight of massive talent, man. Uh, we're starting Nic- Nicolas Cage. I know we talked about it in our previous episode. Uh, the plot pretty much is Nicolas Cage plays himself, and he's not like as you mentioned before. He's not getting uh, calls to. He's to washed up. He's, yeah, he's he's pretty much washed up, and his agent uh, pretty much tells him like, "Hey, we have this guy that's like wants you to come visit him. He's going to pay a million dollars, and it's uh, played by Pedro Pascal. Uh, so he goes visit. He goes visit. He goes visits Pedro." And he's a huge, super Nicolas Cage fan from, like, his previous movies. And, dude, their fucking chemistry in this movie was fucking amazing. I did not expect it, dude. Uh, I, I don't want to give too many spoilers, right? But he ends up going. They, they you know, they, they're having, they're, they're, they trip on acid at one point. 
<laughs> and uh, pretty much what Pedro <laughs> Pascal does is he he invites Nick Cage because he wants to tell him that he's writing a script in a movie and he wants Nick Cage to start in it. And this whole time he's like, he's super shy to meet him. He's like, oh, I'm so fucking nervous kind of thing, right? So it's, it's fun, dude. Like, it's kind of like, you'll see like how, dude, who, who's like one of the, your favorite celebrities that you'll see? Imagine having to talk to them or you just have to hang out a whole day with him. You're trying to be cool, right? So it's really awesome, dude. It was, it was funny that there's some action in there. I, I don't want to give too much about it, right? Uh, but eventually something happens where Nick Cage has to work for the CIA because apparently uh, Pedro Pascal, uh, the, the character, uh, is in some shit and they need Nick Cage to find shit out for him. Dude, it, I... Honestly, I went in expecting like, all right, this is gonna be a cool movie, you know, because you you talked about it, and both my both me and my dad were laughing the whole time, and it was just it was just cool, man. It was it's awesome movie. It was very different, uh, very interesting, and yeah, just highly recommend it, dude. Do they stick the landing? That's the true question. Does the ending good? Yes, the ending was good, and I don't want to spoil it. I, like, yeah, I'm just asking. I don't want to say I predicted it, but yeah, kind of, you know. But like, it, it was still it still hit. It still landed, and I was like, "All right, this is sweet. This is definitely cool. Loved it, dude." And they, they do a lot of references of uh, Nick Cage movies, which is cool because I think um, that at one point they're driving, right? And he's like, "I need you to, I need you to hop on the wheels." And blah blah. I was like, "I know, I need." And well, Pedro asked him, like Nick, he's like, "I don't know how to drive." He's like, "No bullshit. I seen Gone in sixty seconds. I know you can." Get on the wheels, you know, or shit like that. It's just <laughs> hilarious, bro. Like it's just they they do a lot of references. It's so cool. Oh, that's dope, man! I can't wait yeah. to see it. I was telling Gabby, she's not super interested in that one, but I'm thinking of going to see that one and The Northman this week. So I might come back to you guys with some information on those flicks for you. Um, but awesome, man! I'm glad you went and saw it. I was really hoping people would go out and check that movie out. Uh, well, honestly, I was hoping maybe, it would be funny. Yeah, honestly, the only reason I wanted to go see it is because you, you talked about it on the podcast. I was like, that sounds pretty fucking cool, man. I've got to go check this out. And it came out. Because I have to wait. I can't. I have to wait for my girlfriend to go watch uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. So oh, I'll have, okay. Yeah. <laughs> She's in Ireland right now, as I mentioned. So we're, we're I, I'm going to wait for her so we can watch that together. How pissed would you be if she came back from Ireland? She was like, yeah, on our last night there. Everybody wanted to go see everything everywhere all at once, so we went. <laughs> Ooh, uh, you're not laughing. I would be heartbroken, dude. <laughs> like, I didn't realize. Like, are you fucking kidding me? It's I fine. waited it's for fine. you. <laughs> it's, it's totally fine. It's totally. I'm, no, I'm good. Are you good? I'm good. To me, bro. <laughs> nah, I know. Ah, shout out, Jamie. You awesome. All right. For me, I have a few things that I did watch this week. Uh, I'm not going to ruin anything for anybody. Uh, just whether or not I recommend um, is the question. So I've been trying to get into, as you guys saw, all the Oscar nominations. I know that it's well past, uh, but I hit another one this week for Best Picture, which was the Japanese film Drive My Car. It is, it's good. Before I, before I continue, because mm. I'm, I'm going to say it is good. Would I recommend I like it to everyone? Because well, would I recommend it to everyone? No, absolutely not. Uh, it's pretty artistic. It's slow moving, and there are a lot of scenes in which there is no talking, uh, and you just see like landscapes or cityscapes or whatever it may be, uh, which uh, at times can 
it, it keeps you in the situation that they're in and the context that they're in. But a lot of the times it just, it takes you out of the film because you're like, this is playing out extremely slowly. And for a lot of the movie, the main character, and you find out why, why both him and the, the supporting actress uh, are very dry. They're super dry, almost void of emotion, but because they're like, they're holding back their emotion. This, this movie is very much about loss and grief and how you deal with it and how you move on with life and accepting the things about those people that passed that may not have been great. Right. Like Mm. people who, you know, I have, I've had two people that I was very close to in my life, like pass and they weren't perfect. Uh, And a lot of times it's, it's weird to, to grieve and be sad that someone's gone, but also accept like, you know, there are things that about them that weren't perfect. There are things about us that weren't perfect but I have to move on, like whether or not I regret decisions that I made, I have to move on, right? So that was the yeah. cool part about the movie, that it does have this very deep message that uh, that pays off at the end, but it is a three-hour movie. Jesus. And it's a very slow-moving movie, so I would say if you're okay with that, go ahead and watch that film. If you are not okay with that, um, it's not for you. It's not for you, and that's why I say that I had to put in that disclaimer because it's like eh, not everybody's going to get into that kind of movie. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, the, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, probably would not watch it again, but I would I would say that it was a good film. It was a good film to watch. Uh, next up for me, I just finished watching Death on the Nile. That's the, uh, the Who Done It. The Who Done It. Do you remember? Well, I think it's Agatha Christie, right? The the writer of Murder on the Orient Express and Death on the Nile. Am I am I making this up? Dude, no idea. I've no idea what you're talking about right now. What? You never read Murder on the Orient Express in school? No, man, I don't read, dude. <laughs> I think I'm I'm fairly certain it's Agatha Christie. She wrote she wrote uh, mystery novels. Uh back in I don't know. I would say like probably from the 20s to the 50s. She wrote a bunch hmm. of uh, mystery novels. They're all whodunits. And and the guy who's always solving the mysteries, the detective, is the great Hercule Poirot. And, uh, in it is Agatha event, Christie, British, yeah. British writer. Yep. Yeah. Damn, there you go, bro. Yeah, thanks, bro. Are you cool? We're not anyone correcting <laughs> us for... <laughs> yeah. yeah. You ain't correcting get... us today. Just not kidding. today, sir. Uh, or ma'am. Um, but yeah, she, so her story on this one is there is a murder after a wedding, um, and then a series of unfortunate events, uh, pun not intended on that one, that happen along the way and he's trying to solve the mystery, right? I love whodunit movies. I love mystery movies, like whether or not they're serious or like a little outlandish. Shout this, out, Knives Out. Dude, I love it's very much in the Knives Out is very much inspired by Agatha Christie stories. Is it? Like, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, well, I then, think this sounds like a movie that I would want to watch versus the Drive My Car. I, I might have to skip Drive My Car if I'm going to be completely honest. That's okay. And yeah, I think you would enjoy this one more. It's not as good as Knives Out, though. I will say Knives Out perfected the style, um, but this one is still good. I think it's better than Murder on the Orient Express. Uh, it had Army Hammer, which we'll never see him in pretty much anything again. Uh, Gal Gadot 
she's in it. She is. They are the married couple. Then we also have Russell Brand comes out in it. So random. I was like, what? Russell Brand, huh? Yeah, and Letitia Wright. Uh, and he does not play a comedic character. There's not a whole lot of comedy in the movie. There's just a lot of drama, intrigue. The sets are beautiful because it's placed in the like. It looks like, God, I, I don't want to place it in the wrong time. But I'm guessing it is in the 1930s or 40s. They don't mention World War II. So it has to be before World War II or after because it is placed in Egypt and you don't see any anything about warfare. Um, so it, it was a fun movie to watch. I again, I love those kinds of movies. I loved Clue <laughs> as a kid. Uh, I did like Murder on the Orient Express. Knives Out is one of my favorite movies. So it's it's definitely the same kind of film. Uh, it, it, it was a lot of fun. It was just a little more serious, uh, very gaudy. Shout out to my mother in law. She she uses that word a lot, and it's a perfect description. the The sets are very gaudy, very beautiful. Uh, shows a lot of Egypt, so it was a, it was a fun watch. Um, but I'll move on from that one. Uh, I would definitely recommend that to you, Jason. If you like murder mysteries, it's for you. Um, Put that on the list, babe. <laughs> uh, okay, so the next two I can't talk too much about because Jason hasn't caught up. I know, dude, and I heard. Which one are you going first? Moon Knight. Okay, I heard episode four was like fucking the best one so far oh it's it's good it's good uh, uh, yeah i'll say that uh they took a page out of doom patrol i'm not gonna say too much more from that those of you who watch doom patrol i have not finished season three don't ruin it for me but uh if you know you know bro uh, i don't want to ruin some, too um, much uh, before you go i'm sorry i don't mean to interrupt i saw some stills from it i'm not gonna lie on my social media, any of these, any of these. Believe you just interrupted shit. me, Jason. God, I'm sorry, dog. But have you ever seen <laughs> Legion? Uh, no, I have. The, I got the first season free, and I still haven't watched it. Dude, on FX, dude, it's it's. Well, it, it reminded me of that uh, just from the stills that I saw. So, but uh, continue. Yeah, I think Legion also is a very good uh, comparison to make. Uh, I think Crazy Jane is in doom patrol that character uh mm-hmm. you there is a sequence those of you who do watch doom patrol the underground there's a sequence that uh shows what looks to be the underground uh for moon knight and it's uh, it's fun you get to see you get to see um God, oscar isaac act super well uh he he plays all his roles and then they there's some really cool sets Again, I love I love horror. I love the mummy. I love Indiana Jones and all of that. Like it plays out so well in this in this episode. I'm really enjoying it. There are still some plot holes. It's not perfect, but I'm moving past that. I'm enjoying the Joe. Enjoying the Joe. Enjoying the show. Enjoying so, the Joe. Enjoying the Joe. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, so definitely cool, guys. You got to catch up. Definitely watch it. Uh, it's on episode four. You're not too far behind, guys. If you if you haven't started, check it out. It's not connected to any of the MCU so far. So if you're like, oh, I haven't watched the other stuff, doesn't matter. Does not matter. There is literally no connection so far. So it's its own thing. 
Uh, I'm going to watch that after this. You should, man. And you should watch Halo Episode 5. Uh, Halo Ooh. Episode 5, on the other hand, good. And there was a lot more action in this one, I'll tell you. They brought the action back. Uh, okay. We saw we saw a lot less of Quan, who's still just a little annoying. Uh, I'm not going to lie. She's not my favorite character. I like the Spartan characters, both uh, both of the ones that took out their emotional chips, whatever those things are, their inhibitors. Um, mm-hmm. This episode made a lot more sense in terms of storyline and how it played out. It's, it's coming together a little bit better. Um, is it perfect? Is it as good as Moon Knight? No. Um, but it definitely has played out a lot better than episodes two and three, or no, three and four did. Episode four, I was ready to be like, if it gets worse, I don't know if I can keep watching. But this episode picks it up a bit. The action at the end of the episode helps quite a bit. Uh, Master Chief starts making choices that make sense to me. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. There are a few where I'm like, that's stupid. But it's typical drama on a show where you're like, oh, of course they did that. So there's some cool stuff in that episode. Definitely watch it. Um and then I've got a late hot take, Jay. I've got a late Ooh. hot take. Let me hear it, bro. Let me hear it. So my late hot take is um, Howl's Moving Castle. So I don't, I don't know if I'm saying this right. I don't right even right. know what that is, bro. It is an anime, a family anime from studio, I don't know if I'm saying this right, Ghibli. It's either Ghibli or Ghibli, but it is a, it's pretty much like the Disney of anime in Japan. Like, they made My Neighbor Totoro, that big, round, like, brown fox-looking thing-ish, or cat, whatever he is. I don't know what he is. Um, They made that movie. They made Spirited Away. They made, God, a story about a witch girl. They've got, like, so many films. All of them are on HBO Max. Yeah, from uh, director Hayao Mi. I I can't even... Not even gonna try. <laughs> Not even gonna try. You're all never mind. Never mind. I don't want to. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to look. You don't want to look ridiculous right now. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Um, we're not gonna try to pronounce it, but yes. So this one, I'm pretty sure, was nominated for an Oscar. Uh, it's considered one of his greatest pieces. My At daughter, least in 2004. Was... Yes, my daughter was into it, dude. She was into it from start to finish. It's about this girl who gets a spell cast on her if she becomes an old lady. So she like goes off away from home to find out how to break her curse. And she runs into this castle that's a moving castle. It's called Howl's Moving Castle. It's well known because she's like, I didn't want you to take me to Howl's Moving Castle because the scarecrow takes her there, right? It's all about magic. And the story plays out where the guy Howl pretty much... um, there's a love interest between him and the main character and they fight a bigger battle with another magician. Um, And a lot of it has to do with like accepting who you are um, as a person, understanding that like making connections with people is super important in life. Um, Encouraging others can really bring out the best in them. Whereas like bringing people down isn't the best way to go about things. It's a lot of good messages for children and it's really enjoyable like as an adult i was like oh this is a cool movie um that one i would watch again i would watch it again um i don't buy movies a whole lot anymore gabby before you go crazy on me and say you buy movies all the time i used to buy movies way more oh me too man (laughs) these fucking streaming services dude i was so hyped when uh, i was like starting to build up my my marvel my star wars shit and then 
fucking HBO Max came out and Disney Plus came out. I was like, yeah, well, I stopped. This went to shit. So. Yeah, I only buy the ones I absolutely love and have to have a copy of. But anyway, I, you know, I, I don't buy a whole lot of movies anymore. Uh, I don't know if I would say that I'd buy this one, but if Katya wanted me to buy it for her, I would definitely get it. It was cool to watch. Lots of fun. And if you guys watch those animes, they have like, they have their own version of like magic and imagination. That's really cool to see. That's just outside of the American, uh, the American mindset. And it's cool to watch. So I'll definitely recommend that, especially if you got kids. Um, it's definitely a good movie to watch with kids. My next one with her is going to be princess Mononoke. So we'll see, uh, if that one's good. All right, guys. We are going to head into our deep dive. Thanks for listening on our TV land. Hope you guys have some uh, suggestions to check out for the week. Um, If you guys have any suggestions for us, remember, hit us up on Instagram. We will, well, by we, I mean Jason will check those messages and then relay that information to me, and we will check stuff out. All right. So, man, no one one comment commented about their top movie so i'm a little disappointed y'all but oh, it's all good it's all guys, good guys guys come on come on man give, has, us, give us some stuff to watch and we'll this we'll, has we'll, to be uh, a give and take relationship guys i'm talking to you sitting in your car driving i know what you're doing when you're listening to us i'm talking to you sitting in your car driving give us some suggestions write it down if you're if you're busy right now write it down for later so you can get on that ig and be like hey watch this but anyway, deep dive. Jason, you have way less uh, for our deep dive <laughs> than I do, uh, which you made very clear to me earlier. <laughs> so we're going to present our deep dive. Dave, uh, Jason's going to start. Uh, today's deep dive, real simple, nothing crazy. We're not going to go too deep, actually. We're just going to give some suggestions. Uh, is podcasts that we listen to. This is For me, this is going behind the curtain a little bit because I use some of these podcasts uh, to inform myself on our podcast, so I'm gonna give big shout outs to some of the some of the ones that really helped me uh, for our show. Funny you mention that. Uh, these podcasts actually do not help me whatsoever for our show. <laughs> um, it's just stuff that I personally like to listen to uh, while I'm driving to work. Um, and it okay, so getting to that, my very first podcast I'd ever listened to. I wasn't really big into them until maybe the pandemic, maybe. I don't know why. I just, people were like, oh, you would probably like these podcasts and blah, blah, blah. And I was, I think, I think it was Cole, if I'm not mistaken. We were driving one time from Phoenix to El Paso and he's like, hey man, do you mind if I like finish listening to a podcast? And it made the drive by the drive a lot faster for a six hour drive. It just made it so much faster. So I was like, I, I remember having to drive one time to El Paso by myself for you know six hours from Phoenix to uh, El Paso, and I, I reached you know I text my I text the friends and I was like hey guys you guys have any recommendation for some podcast, and one of the first ones that was sent to me was from Thomas and it was all fantasy everything. Uh, this podcast is about three comedians. Uh, they're not huge. Uh, one of them is actually a writer for the the Late Late Show with James Corden. Okay. Um, his name's Ian Carmel, and pretty much what he did was reach out to two of his friends, David Borey and then Sean Jordan, and his whole aspect of All Fantasy Everything was to create uh, – they wanted to draft pop culture stuff. 
Oh, that's fun. Um, so yeah, so like literally from, uh, I think their their last one was last words. Like what they were there, they each take a turn of like, all right, I'm drafting. Like what what, what would be my last words? And one of them, uh, Ian, he picked it. I thought it was fucking hilarious. He said, "It's like yeah, if I'm on my deathbed and my grandson's there, I want to tell him for his last words before he goes was like." Hey, hey, grandson, come closer. I, I, I just want to give you all my, all my CDs. And then he was like, and then I want him to say like, what CDs? I was like, CDs nuts. And then he dies. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of his picks, right? And, and they drop like Bill Dick in a sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's hilarious, dude. And they and it kind of sounds. I want to say like us because they're 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 hilarious. I'm not gonna lie. I don't think I'm that. I'm not. I don't think I'm funny. But these guys are just. Pretty much all these hop like what we're doing today is just we we do this because we want to talk to each other, and just post it out there. Uh, so that's that's pretty much the, the gist of that one. Um, do you want to go next, or do you want me to just go through all of mine? Uh, I'll I'll hit one. Uh, it's actually right. similar to yours. They're they're comedic actors, and you will know who they are. It's um, Will Arnett, uh, Jason Bateman, and Sean. Oh my gosh. From Will and Grace, he played. God, <laughs> this is gonna kill me. He played Will. No, he did not play Will. He played um... Grace. No, fool! What is wrong with you? Uh, Sean Hayes. Sean Hayes. Jesus. Whew. He played uh, Jack. He played Jack in in uh, Will and Grace. And the three of them, they have a show called Smartlist, where they interview like celebrities. Uh, a lot of them, it seems like they know a good amount of them personally. Like, if I had to recommend an episode to you, it would either be Sandra Bullock, uh, who Jason Bateman, like, they hang out all the time. They're, like, close friends. Or um, <laughs> there's a really good one with uh, the talk show host, the redhead guy. God, why can't I remember Conan. his name? Conan. Conan O'Brien. Dude, the Conan O'Brien interview had me laughing so hard. And they just bring them on over. Ryan Reynolds was good. Um, it was really interesting to hear from Tom Hanks. Uh, they had they have, always have interesting people. And it's not just actors. They'll have athletes. They'll have politicians. They'll have, um, you know, people that own companies. Anyone who's interesting, they'll bring them on. And they'll just ask questions and make jokes and have a, have a good time, man. And they love ragging on each other. Well, if you guys don't know who Will, Nar- Will Arnett is, he came out in, um, uh, I guess the best one would be uh, Arrested Development. He played the brother, Job. He also voiced Lego Batman. Um, he also is in a new show on Netflix that I mentioned before, Murderville, which is an impromptu show that he does with uh, different act- different famous people as well. Uh, so it's it's a lot of fun, dude. It's a lot of fun to listen to. Really easy listen. Uh, you're you're just learning about those people, but it's nothing too heavy. I'm like what they the have coming part. up and stuff, right? Well, yeah, not no. even that. Just like how they got into acting, uh, some things that they really enjoyed throughout their career, some things they didn't enjoy, uh, some interesting stories from like different movies that they made. Like you find out really interesting behind the scenes stuff from these people, and just about their personalities because their their personalities come out. It seems, at least it seems like it. Their personalities come out in this show and you're like, oh man, you seem like an interesting person. So it's it's really cool to listen to. Smartness. Honestly, honestly sounds interesting. I might have to check that out. Um, all right, cool. Well, uh, my next one, uh, my, it's called uh, Fantasy Footballers. 
Uh, and I'm sorry, guys, it, it is a sports podcast, but it's a sports podcast strictly for um, fantasy football. And so that's uh, that's pretty I, niche. Yeah, I know. And they're actually they're they're based out of Arizona. They're they're actually here in Phoenix. It's three guys, and they're funny, dude. They're honestly funny, and they're really I won't say educated, but like they they put in a lot of work as far as you know, because you you have your your typical like fantasy footballs like hey here are the guys that you have to draft, but like they go deep into like hey this is who you got to get like if uh, if you're on the waiver wire and stuff like that. And honestly. Listening to them last year, honestly, I think really helped me um, make it to the championship, one of the championship rounds in my in my league. Um, and they're just they're just fun to watch if you guys like football and you're in fantasy league. These guys are funny and they're really, I think they really do do give good advice. Uh, and they during football season they they release four episodes a day, Monday through Thursday. Just God like, dang, yeah, dude. Like they they grind, dude, and. Um, they're Arizona fans and Phoenix fans, so I think it's kind of funny too. Like when they talk about like how much they suck and shit. So, uh, <laughs> but they, they're just they're just some funny guys. Uh, I, I do recommend it. So if you guys are into fantasy football and just want some advice, you don't have to take it. Obviously, I don't take all their advice, but uh, I think it does help just to kind of educate yourself uh, a little bit. Luigi, check them out next year for fantasy, especially if you do dynasty too. They they dive deep into dynasty drafts. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't want to get too much into that. But it's just uh, uh, definitely a, a fantasy dynasty? podcast. What do you mean dynasty? What is that? A, a dynasty league is where you get to keep your players. So you own a team. You pretty much own it. And so you have so your regular draft is so your first season. If you do a dynasty, you draft right all the players. The next season, all your draft you keep the, you keep this all the players that you have, and then you're just drafting rookies in the next in the next season. And then oh, you just keep drafting rookies every year. And you can do trades. You can trade draft picks and stuff like that. Uh, we're oh, actually joining one this year. Uh, Jermaine starting it. So if, I think we may, may need another person if you want to do it. It's really. Uh, maybe. I mean, I did well in fantasy last year. Shout out, Nick. Um, I did well in fantasy <laughs> last year. So maybe. Um, I just don't want to. I don't want to get too, uh, too into it and be in like five leagues. Um, but yeah. Uh, what about uh, what about you, man? I'm, I'm gonna let you take this next one. All right, sweet. I wasn't sure if you were done or not, so I didn't want to interrupt you. I didn't want to be rude. Nah, appreciate you, dog. You're so kind. So my next one is actually my favorite podcast right now. Uh, I did show it to one of our friends who said, "Is it Revenge of the Pod?" Oh, I can't use that one. That that's just nah, being self-centered. <laughs> that that's <laughs> be that's me being self-centered. I would say that though. I'm like, man. That guy, Luigi, he sounds super cool. Jason, super yeah. cool guy. You know what I mean? Like, they yeah. got to be Jason, really cool. he's all right. He's, you know, he's a little annoying sometimes. Bro, bro, you got to keep lifting yourself up. I'm not, <laughs> not going to listen to this negativity, Jason. <laughs> not going to listen to this negativity. You're funny. Just kidding, man. We were playing Halo earlier. Oh, man, he was talking sucks. so much shit, guys. <laughs> like, I was like, I think I'm going to end my friendship now. Uh, forget this guy. I don't know what's going on here. No, nah, but. My favorite podcast right now is another nerd pod. Uh, we may lose listeners on this one. <laughs> but uh, I did show it to one of our other friends, Jermaine, straight up said that he didn't think he would be able to listen to it because of their voices. He didn't like their voices. I didn't have as much of a problem with that. Not great. Not going to lie, but you get used to it because um, this guy's got a real high-pitched voice. Um, it is Jason Concepcion 
if you've ever heard of him, he I used know to be. He is, bro. Yeah, he used to be on the Ringerverse. Uh, he's got a show called X Ray Vision, a podcast called X Ray Vision with Rosie Knight. Man, they go so in depth into shows, movies, comics. They talk about stuff that I had no idea about, and they go in depth every single time. They bring great information. They do great interviews uh, with creators, sometimes with actors. Like they had the directors of Everything Everywhere all at once recently. They also had the director of Station Eleven. They've had a lot of writers for comics on. Uh, they've had uh, writers for different like uh, genre books, like fantasy and sci-fi. Uh, and then they do cool sections like, uh, I'm not going to lie, I, I kind of want to steal this, where they have listeners uh, give them a pitch for a nerd out, right? For like a show or a book or a movie or some kind of series that they say you should watch or read or listen to or whatever it may be. And they put it at the end of the show and you can hear this person just like giving their pitch as to why you should watch the show. So that's super cool. Um, and they do cool stuff like that, man. I, I really enjoy the podcast. It's a lot of fun and they're always super informed. Dude, you know what? Uh, I like that you said that uh, Jason Concepcion is actually a frequent guest to the All Fantasy Everything podcast. No kidding. Yeah, they're good friends. Yeah. Oh my God, of course. I got to check that for sure then. Dude, I, I'm going to send you, um, they, they draft uh, Disney songs. <laughs> I'm going to send you that episode and you got to listen to me and tell me you don't fucking like it, bro. Tell me you don't like it. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure I'll like it. <laughs> Dude, and then Jason Concepcion, I mean, I'm sure in that episode, I don't know how much he went into like stuff he knows, but Jesus, that guy's like an encyclopedia. Oh, he does, dude. Every time he's in it, he like goes deep into like his picks and like, but he he's good. You can tell he's good friends with those guys. So it's it, the chemistry just kind of works well. Every every guest that they have, honestly, their chemistry is just like you said from the your your other one from Smartlist. Like you can just tell like these people know each other and they're good friends and they're just just like hey, just, they're just shooting the shit. And I think that's why I like most of these podcasts, right? The ones that we're talking about, because I'm I'm guessing like their chemistry is always really good. Chemistry is a big deal. You and I got chemistry, baby. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What's your next um, one, man? What's your next one? Uh, so this is a crime podcast. It's called Murder with My Husband. Now, I don't know. I don't know why I started listening to it. I think I saw it on TikTok, and I just started listening to it. And I enjoyed it because it's it's pretty much this girl who's like super into like uh, crime stories, right? You know, you know a lot of there's a lot of crime junkies out there, right? Crime junkies like one of the main That's... ones. That's my, that's my girl right there, Gabby. Shout out to you. <laughs> she listens. I, think, to, I kid you not, like ten different crime podcasts. Yeah, dude, and it's, I, I find it very interesting. I don't think I can do all that, but I think why I like this one is because the wife. And it's called Murder with My Husband. The wife, uh, pretty much every week, she brings her and her husband's not into like those crime stories type of stuff. Like he hates it, but every week she brings him in and like she prepares like a whole story for him like about just a new uh just in something that's going on right that happened right uh you know about ted bundy or whatever it is or, you know any any crime stuff right so about theory killers or just other stuff and he doesn't listen to them so like it's his first time hearing it so we're just hearing his first like reaction to it and uh they got really popular well i, I wouldn't say they're big but like they started like i want to say last year but yeah, it's just kind of very genuine, and again, it's just, it's just she's just pretty much 
telling him her hobbies telling her stories about her hobbies and stuff like that and he's just like all about it and it's it's really uh cute right but it's also <laughs> just interesting right you hear the story why are you and... upset with yourself for saying cute <laughs> oh, yeah, right. uh also i i, I kind of relate to her in a way because she says some like she'll, when she talks like some of her words i don't think she I don't say she doesn't pronounce them right, but they sound funny. And I feel like sometimes when I hear myself in the recording, so like, well, I said that weird. So like, I don't know. I kind of like just have kind of relate to her. So which just kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I, I, if you guys are into like crime stories and stuff like that, uh, that's one. And, and it's not, again, it's not big, but I think it's one that you guys would enjoy because they, I don't know. I, I just like the way they do it. It's not like very like scripted and stuff like that. All right, sweet. That sounds like a good one. I think uh, you said for Gabby to check it out. She did. She mm-hmm. said she liked it. Um, I'm actually oh, yeah, also Gabby. If you have any other crime ones that I should check out? Let me know, dude. Oh, dude, I can tell you right now which ones she she recommended to you. <laughs> Side note, guys, we got even more podcasts headed your way right here from Weege. Um, first off, she said to check out Small Town Dicks. Some of those stories are pretty heavy. Now, small it's called town Small Dicks? Town Dicks. Yeah, it's called Small Town Dicks because these are stories that happen in small towns. Mm. And they're like, some of them could be serial killers. Some of them are like uh, serial rapist stories, murder stories, all true crime, right? Yeah, true crime. But they always have like a cop who was there. And uh, so the girl who plays Lisa on The Simpsons, she's the host. And oh, then her really? husband, her husband used to be a detective. And so they do it together and they always have like a third person who was actually there um, for the interview. Yeah, it's really good. She had me listen to one about this guy who like set his house on fire to get the fire, the fire, firefighters to come. And he just started shooting at firefighters. Like, yeah, like and they go through the whole story of what happened and it was wild. Now, there's some that are way more heavy than that, that she was like. Yeah, you would have trouble getting through it. Because I'm not going to lie. like I, That murder with my husband sounds very similar to me. Like There are times where I'm like, if there's no justice at the end of this story, yes, dude. I don't yeah. know if I can handle it. You know what I mean? And like I need that justice. That's funny you say that because that's part of the reason why he doesn't like to listen to these because there's no justice. And it's just some of them are just horrible endings. And you're just like, Jesus, I can't believe there's people out like that. They're like that. And that's why he doesn't like listening to it. But she likes it because it's just like, very interesting how some people why they do the way they do things like it's just i get it i get it i just it it it's hard for me to live with the fact that there are people out there that get away with it you know what i mean but i I get it it's it's the real world um but yeah she said check out small town dicks um she also god what is it called morbid it's uh this big town dicks no no morbid full morbid oh it's this woman who works at the coroner's office or at the coroner. She works at the coroner uh, and her sister who's uh, a hairstylist and they just talk and joke around, but they also tell these intense stories. Um, and there, there's a few more, but those are the ones that she really listens to a lot. She used to listen to God, and this is why we drink, but she said it's kind of dropped off a bit. The personalities don't mesh as well as they used to. But that's another one that's pretty true crime-ish. Um, I'll get more for you, though. But yeah, she, she's, got, she's got the lists, man. She's got the lists. Crime Junkies, she did mention that one. And that one, she said it's heavy on the information. Like, super, super, super informative. 
a lot of background information that they gave. You could tell that they researched and researched and researched. So that one is one to recommend, but if you're okay with that. Now back to my pick though. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go into two of them because one, I, I recommend it. I listen to it. I recommend it. If you just want to hear some people joke around, really, they do what we do as well. It's another nerd podcast. It is fat man beyond uh, Kevin like Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Smith, the guy that oh, made Kevin Clerks. Smith. Yeah. 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 It's Kevin him Smith. and his friend, Mark Bernardin. And they just joke around. They talk about things they've been doing. Uh, they go through the news. Usually it's nerd news. And then they go through like three questions from the audience uh, and then they head out, but it's like two to three hours sometimes. And they go off on long tangents with stupid jokes. And I, sometimes you're like, I just want to hear people joking around. So it's mm-hmm. nice. Other times you're like, uh, I'd rather for the information, I'd rather do x-ray vision. But my next one, I'm skipping over that one because that's not like my biggest recommendation. One that Gabby actually showed me as well. Again, she's into true crime. So crime blends a little bit. It bleeds into history. So she showed me a podcast that I've been trying to get more and more into, which is uh, Behind the Bastards. And it is notorious like cult leaders or dictators throughout history um, that have done cool terrible history things. for you, huh? Yeah. Oh, dude, I've got some history podcasts on this list. We'll see how many I get into. Uh, but yeah, this one, this one was really cool. I, the, the most intense one that I heard was Paul Schaefer, an ex-Nazi uh, soldier who ended up living the rest of his life out in Chile. And he made a commune there where he, you know, I'm going to stop it there, but I'll tell well, you that very like interesting that uh, most Nazis like to know ended thing, up in right? South they America. Like, yeah. Argentina or Chile or some shit like that. Cause they wouldn't extradite them to the United States or Israel. I, I don't know. It's, you know, Hey, look, listen, I understand that the United States has done terrible things historically, obviously. Like I always pointed out, but here's my thing. When we talk about the terrible things that the United States has done, because Latin America likes to point the finger because the United States has done such terrible things in Latin America. But then you look at that and you're like, seriously? Like, you want to point the finger, but you protected Nazis. Like, you protected Nazis. Take a look in the mirror and remember that the next time you're pointing the finger at these other countries, too. Like, come on. But that's my side note. Because, <laughs> uh, I, I mean... Because Brazil, Chile, Argentina, all of them had Nazis just like that they protected because they knew they wouldn't get extradited. And like all those countries have had historical issues with the United States for one reason or another. Uh, but yeah, Behind the Bastards, super interesting one to check out. Uh, what's your next one, man? Uh, my next one, I'm going to skip. Uh, I know you see it on my list, but I'll <laughs> leave that one for, for a little later. Um I love basketball, man. It's 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 probably it's my favorite sport of all time. Uh, it's the first, actually not the first first sport I played, but it's genuinely the reason why uh, I don't know. With um, you know, I, from watching Kobe play in in 1996, right with Shaq and Kobe, I just everything about it. I love I love I love playing the game. I'm a short dude, but I just love playing it. So I, I'm I'm very in touch with just with everything that's going on, right? Obviously, I'm watching the NBA playoffs. That's why I'm I'm slacking it on the shows. Uh, but yeah, uh, NBA The Ringer, um, they have a bunch of like different uh, where they talk about just things that are going on during the game, trades, stuff like that. But uh, specifically, because they they have a lot of uh, 
uh, people come in and do one show every day. But specifically, Raja Bell and this guy named Logan, uh, they're very fun to listen to. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, they just talk about NBA, bro, trades, what's going on in the games and stuff like that. But uh, their chemistry is really good, dude, I, and I like it compared to the other ones that, that they bring on. Um, Raja Bell and Logan, for me, uh, it does it for me. I always get excited. Like, oh, shit, they released one? I'm going to listen to this shit. So, yeah, keep it nice Sweet, and simple. man. I actually don't have any sports podcasts that I listen to. Uh, I'm going to give you two pretty solid news podcasts that I listen to. One is New York Times The Daily. They always go into one in-depth story and then give you information at the end just of things that you also need to know. Then there's also the journal from the Wall Street Journal. If you're more of a conservative listener, uh, that one's more for you. It's shorter. It's half the time, and they, they go through one big story and then also give you what else you need to know today. Uh, I'm going to brush over. I have a lot, guys. So that's why I'm going to brush over to the third one. So again, news podcasts to listen to. The Daily and The Journal are both pretty good. Um, another one that's really interesting, I haven't listened to it in a while, but every time I listened to it, it was super interesting. It's called Imagined Life. And the premise of this one, uh, again, Imagined Life, uh, the premise is... You get the story of someone. They don't tell you names. You get their life story, and you don't find out who it is until the very end of the story. So you can judge their life without knowing who it is. Um, a lot of times you Ooh. can guess. You can guess who it is. Um, I, I've had a good amount that I've guessed. Not at the beginning. It's, I'm not that good. But about halfway through, uh, I'm like, oh, I think it's this person. And I've been right a few times. That's pretty um, cool. Yeah, they have really cool stories about all these different people. And I, it's just amazing to hear the story without having that, like, inherent bias that you have or, like, inherent set of ideas. On the person, yeah. Yeah, like, even if you, you, even if you like this person, right, like, you, you may hear things that you don't like about them and you're like, oh, you know, I never knew. I never knew this was what this person's life was really like. So it's really cool to listen to. Uh, it's called Imagined Life. All right, nice man. Uh, well, I'll just say my last one then. Um, I guess I guess I'm gonna put it in here. I I, I, <laughs> I, I contemplated whether I should put it or not. Man, fuck but, that uh, pod, dog. Fuck that pod. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Room three hundred three podcast. Uh, shout out to Jermaine, Nick, and Eric. Uh, I I listen to that religiously. Uh, they obviously they talk about sports. I love sports, so. Uh, I don't care who's, who's talking about it. I'm going to listen to it. But this is my favorite just because I know these people personally. And it's just kind of fun listening to your friends. I, I, I don't live with any of these guys. They are all out of state. So it kind of just makes me feel like I'm there. And they're just shitting at each other the whole time, placing bets. They always place the wrong bets. Uh, so I, if I'm ever It's ironic because it's a betting podcast. <laughs> right. I always feel like, yeah, I was like, all right, cool. I was like, I need to make a bet. But like, if I want to win, what I got to do? I was like, oh, shit. Listen to Room 303. Uh, and just uh, whatever they say, do the complete opposite. Uh, and you'll win some <laughs> money, guys. And uh, <laughs> As they say, fade them, right? As they yeah, say. As they say. Uh, yeah, and they also kind of do a, a, some pop culture pickups and stuff like that. They're, again, they're just just like us. The re- You know, they... I want to say just like us, but they, you know, they, they do it because they love, they love it. And they look, they talk about it and might as well just put, post it online and see if anyone listens. 
So yeah, shout out to them. Yeah, I actually really like their pop culture pickums. I like some of their sports talk. I get a little lost in the betting because I don't understand betting. I've never done betting. Uh, obviously, I don't watch all the sports, so there are parts that um, I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. But I do appreciate getting updates on sports that I haven't been up to date with in a while. I'm like, oh, so that's what's going on with this team. Oh, that's what's going on with this team. Cool. I have Same. not known that in a while. Like, I like Man U, but I don't watch soccer religiously. I don't have NBC Sports to watch it. You know, there's right. nowhere for me to, like, actually get on to watch uh, soccer games. And they always mention, like, how, how those those teams are doing. Um not super big on baseball, but I do like to know how uh, specifically the Pirates, the Astros, and it used to be the Rangers, but I don't like the Rangers. Um, yeah, but they, yeah, the they Pirates lose me and the on Astros. baseball too. Yeah, I'm not a big baseball guy. Nick I, would hate us for that because he's like the biggest baseball fan, it seems. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and then, well, he also tunes out uh, during the NBA portion, right? So like, when they talk about the NBA, it's mostly Jermaine and Eric because he's not really big on it, but he enjoys their sport, respects the sport. And I, I respect the baseball, but I just can't get into it, but I do love going to the games though. Oh, ain't nothing like going to a baseball game, bro. It's so fun. That's what I hear. I need to go to one. I need to go, but yeah, that's room three Oh three. If you guys are interested in checking out uh, some of our acquaintances, friends, uh, I would say network, but we're not in the network. We are totally unrelated podcasts, but we know each other. So, uh, you want to check out our friends on there. Um, yeah, Room 303 podcast. Um, so my next one is going to be people I don't know at all. <laughs> it's from the Ringerverse as well, uh, except this one is for more pop culture stuff. It's called The Watch. Uh, they just go into really good shows that are out right now uh, and really good just uh, critically acclaimed shows, but also popular shows. And I've gotten some really good recommendations from there. Like I wouldn't have heard of Station Eleven uh, if I hadn't listened to that show. So that was a that was a big one for me. Uh, so that one's really cool. Um, my last one is Art of Manliness podcast. So I bought the book Art of Manliness, and I have to confess, I'm not a good reader. So I hadn't gotten into reading it yet, right? Yeah, and so I saw the their. <laughs> I don't know. They got like pages. They got know. pages with words on them. I don't, I don't know what people do. <laughs> <laughs> but Dude, I swear to God, bro, that's that's me. I, I I don't read. I should, but I'm trying to get into audiobooks now because I'm like I like the information. You know, I like the information, and I like stories. I know that I want to hear the stories. I want to be entertained, but I just I, I was never a great reader. It, you know, reading ten pages took me like an hour. And that's that's a long time for reading. Dude, same, so it, it would just take me out of it. Um, so um, I'm going to try to get into audiobooks. But anyway, I found the podcast for Art of Manliness. And I was like, maybe I could just listen to the podcast. <laughs> I don't think that's going to work because I think the book is like the mantra of like the important things about being a man. Uh, whereas the podcast just builds on that, right? They build on different subjects that are really interesting uh, every week and so i really enjoy it it's definitely a, a podcast for like personal growth <coughs> <coughs> excuse me excuse me it's definitely a podcast for personal growth and just to like listen to interesting people who are pretty well informed <coughs> oh damn bro you all right bro 
You gonna die on me right know, now? You gonna die live on the podcast? I know. I got something in my throat, man. See these allergies here, bro. Uh, hey, cough away, bro. Cough away from the I'm, mic, please. I'm trying to, dude. I'm trying. I'm like, put- <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting my hand on the mic and everything. Guys, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I apologize for uh, Luigi's uh, professionalism. I, I apologize, everyone. I'm gonna go. Uh, Jump off my roof now. Let me clear my throat. Now, to be honest, guys, I still have a bunch of podcasts on my list, but that's where I'm going to stop it today. Because um, we wanted guys... to keep it short today, guys. Yeah. We really felt bad that it was. Yeah. We just we just kept going. We were into it last week. Okay, <laughs> don't blame us. We were into it. All right. So we're cutting it on this one. If you want more um, suggestions on podcasts, I got a few more if you're interested. Um, and by or, a few more, it's like seven, seven or eight more. Also, we also like to drive to work. And uh, if you guys have some podcasts that you guys enjoy, let us know. Damn right. Although, you know, we didn't get enough people telling us about their movies. So I know, I know, I know. <sighs> Shame but on hey, you, maybe. listeners. Shame on you. We still love you, though. Still love yeah, you. Yeah, we still love you. Thanks for listening. <laughs> All right, that's it for us this week, guys. That is it for us this week. Um, thanks for listening. We love you all. Thank you so much for supporting us. Uh, please make sure that you give us a five-star rating so that more people can listen to us. Um, you know, we're early on, but we really want to grow, and we want more people to listen. This is This is a labor of love for me and Jason, and we really enjoy it. So, uh keep keep listening um give us suggestions we want to be engaged with our audience uh and make it uh, a bit of a community so uh thanks for listening yeah Yeah, thank you guys love you also i just want to do a quick shout out uh shout out uh doja cat and yeah that's that's pretty much it uh jesus christ (laughs) (laughs) all right peace out guys see you next week